0: Missy D. Double
1: trouble, mum and me. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So here we are. We are on episode two of Double Trouble Mum and Me, which is the offset podcast from the Journal of Missy D 3.0. And you guys have been gagging to have the one and only Raj Dami back. That is her name. Uh, although I, I don't even think we even said her name on the last podcast. So rude of me, isn't it, Mum?
1: It is really, you know. I mean, if you're having some somebody on your podcast, then you must say the name because otherwise how are you going to you never introduce me i'm, I'm just you saying. can introduce yourself <laughs> i mean you have me on your podcast and people don't know who i am well i'm mrs mom and my name is rajinder Dharmi, but people call me raj Dharmi. what do you prefer so i will prefer people to call me raj rather than rajinder because it's easier
0: so i'm not gonna last time i think quite a few people were getting annoyed at me Uh, for telling you to keep coming close to the microphone so if you kind of stay there you can see the lines so it needs to be around that fat you see you're the little fat that's low volume and can you see that mine is quite high volume so if you keep it there that just it it stops me having a editing nightmare because then i have to manipulate all the sounds so just say do mic check one two Might check one too. Oh, you see, you're exactly the same level as me. And I'm not going to say that again. I've just got to say, we have the window open here. We're both masked up. Not that we've got COVID. My mother has a cold and a flu um, and I'm vulnerable. So uh, with my lung disease... Um, Because we're talking into the same microphone and she will be breathing all over me, um, I'm just protecting myself. So if we do sound a little bit funny, it's because we've got the masks on. So last Monday, I told you that we were at the photo shoot uh, with Madhu Bedi, who is the owner of Tea Trunk Rose Saris UK. Here, um, I was going to say here in the UK, obviously (laughs) it's in the UK. But um, she invited me, to a photo shoot quite a few months ago um and she said uh, her concept was i want to do a photo shoot to show that my uh, 20 second drape saris and i'll explain why they're 20 second drapes in a second i just want to show that it doesn't matter what color creed shape size you are um or anything each sari will look good on anybody. You don't have to be super slim. You don't have to have a, a you know, a super sexy body, a curvaceous body. It, it doesn't matter what age you are. And she just wanted to uh, kind of showcase that. Then it became an even bigger project where she a very small project of a few ladies being invited and she was going to do a small photo shoot. Then it turned into uh, doing a, doc, a mini documentary. I'm uh, taking, getting a photographer, getting a makeup artist, and the way she did the shoot was absolutely mind blowing. And, and I'm sure Mum will tell you all about this. So on Monday, just gone last week, myself and my Mum. My mom was not involved in this shoot first, but then mother called me and said, can you bring your mom? Because I want to showcase that your mom is 79 and you are 53. um, And it doesn't matter what age you are that this sari is going to look sexy. And she just wanted to showcase a mother and daughter duo. And of course, it made sense that we do, uh, you know, double trouble mom and me. And, you know, she's now a famous podcaster. uh, So she got invited to her very first photo shoot. Have you never done a photo shoot before, mom? No, this was my, this was my basically first photo
1: shoot ever. And when she told me, Missy told me that I'm going for a photo shoot, I said, oh, okay. She says, mom, look after yourself, make your own dinner. I'm going. And I says, are you taking me? I'm just joking. i said to her, she says, no, it's just my photo shoot. Oh well, yeah, I wanted to day, 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 day out on my own. So, she says, my day, I'm going. Oh, Okay. And then she comes back to me in the evening and she says, Madhu called me. And Madhu says, bring your mom. I says, well, universe was listening (laughs) because I wanted to go. I've never been to the photo shoot. So this was my first photo shoot. And thank you, Madhu. I was so privileged to be invited, you know, to this photo shoot. I mean, hats off to you. It was really, really interesting and my first ever experience of photo
0: shoot. So, yeah, so we we arrived in Surrey and we kind of loosely knew there was going to be some ladies there who who had their own story to tell. Now, I've got to say, when I go into a bunch of people that I don't really know, I kind of, um, uh, you're not going to believe this, but I do get quite shy. uh, So I kind of mill around it in the background. Uh, Mum, I'm not saying mum's shy either, but you don't normally kind of mix well with people straight away, do you? Well, I do. I, you do, um, but no, you No, I'm
1: quite confident meeting people oh, and talking to them. So, <laughs> no, I, I'm not shy, really. But if it's a different lot of people, yes.
0: Well, what I'm <laughs> saying is sometimes you can go into a room and you'll only gel with one or two of those people. Yes. We both walked in and what happened? And we gel with everybody because everybody was exactly, I mean, they were so nice.
1: Even outside, you know, we met a couple of people. We just got out of the car and a couple of people came to us. Hi, you know, this is Missy, Mrs. Mum. Oh, I, I mean, I'm this. And we were saying, oh, great. Like, you know, the <laughs> like the energy was so good. and. We went in the room and it didn't look like you walking into a room with of, with strangers or anybody you didn't know. Madhu touched my feet, which was like I've, nobody's ever done in my lifetime. And I was quite taken aback. back. And then um, the rest of them were like, hi, auntie, what we can do for you? You know, somebody was doing my hair and then the other girl I started <laughs> talking to. We all introducing ourselves with names and stuff and. I mean, and instantly, I think we all gelled in together. You know, never knew that we were meeting for the first time. It didn't look like
0: it that we were meeting for the first time. So, so so basically, there were a a bunch of people. What actually? That was that's not a very good way to put it, is it? There were a bunch of lovely ladies, beautiful souls, beautiful souls. Yeah, uh, who later on were described as queens. Um, and I knew loosely that what mother wanted to kind of showcase was that we can hear you snorting in the background there, by the (laughs) way, but it's okay. My mom has a cough. uh, So you'll hear some snorts and some coughs. And I guess it's natural. As long as you don't do a bud, do you reckon you're going to do any farts? No. Okay. Why are you saying it? (laughs) You just never know, do you with you? or that piece of paper. Um, So, I mean, I was invited a, because I'm of course the Missy D and she has been on my case for many years uh Missy, we gotta get you onto a photo shoot. Missy, I wanna do a photo shoot with you. I was like, Yeah, sure, 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 sure. And that was like ten years ago and she was like, Right, yeah, uh, and I was like, Yeah, that that's we'll do it and I've kept in my head I was like, Yeah, i hope she doesn't ask me again because then at least I can lose weight. Um but this time I thought, screw it, if I haven't if I haven't lost weight, it's it's fine, whatever. So it was number one, that that. Number two because I guess uh, my illness and she wanted to showcase that doesn't matter if you're chronically ill, you can still look hot and sexy in a sari but there were women there that their stories uh were such such inspiring stories that her mom was absolutely loving chatting to every one of them so there was uh, we had uh, a Kamari which was the, I think that was the first person Meena that, I love Meena Kamari uh, her actual name is Mina Kamari yeah Amrit Amrit and she loves her a, yeah who's a
1: artist like you know yeah. and she's such a beautiful soul you know she does everything and uh, she brought all her jewellery and everything for people. I mean, I've never seen people with such great choice of jewellery and such exotic. And so did Meena Kumari. And I took a little bit of mine. But, I mean, everybody was sharing everything. Yeah, so there was Meena Kumari. There was Amrit. There was Grinda, There was... uh Grinda, Gurinder. Let's go back to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well Tell and me more that, about Gurinder. Uh, in a minute. And then there was... Um, oh. uh Ish ishika 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 and then there was uh this girl babita. reshma 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 babita, babita was the, um, make-up, the artist. Girl, makeup artist and there was two more mother and daughter alka. Uh, uh, alka and her daughter yeah alka and her daughter and then there was this um um
0: uh, what's her name harkirt harkirt the radio presenter yeah on Desi Radio. So, like we said, each one of these women very openly talked about what their story, through. right? Like, one of them, she is... So, Minika Mahdi, she's a, a body confidence coach. She lost her husband, I think, around 20 months ago. So, hold on. If I can kind of... Um, I've got... I've, um, you, You were added into the group a little bit later on. But if I go to the group, I can loosely kind of tell you their stories and uh and what blows my mind is that people when you meet them you just meet them and you think yeah, yeah amazing person but when these ladies start to tell their stories you think about yourself and then you think shit my life actually isn't as a bad as that I and mean, then on the way, I was prepping my mom. I was like, Are you ready to tell your story? So, mom, did you want to tell your story to the world? She's like, What story? I was like, Well, why don't you practice telling your story? What the, I'm sure the world wants to know your story. Um,
1: I don't know where to, I mean, just a normal story or where to begin. I've told my story before, uh, where I was born, and
0: uh, yeah, no, we're not interested in that story. We're talking about you, your story about what's made you. The woman, the strong woman that you are today We've heard your story Born in Pakistan You went to convent school Blah, 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 blah Heard all that yeah. Been there, bought the t-shirt But what makes a person in life Is is their story My story is my story um, I very openly tell my story to the world now Because I never used to tell anyone my story Because I th- was told it was wrong Like And you still say that to me But I don't care what you say now I just say what I want to say Because I can Yeah so, you have a story, and uh, what is it? <laughs> well, what the, what made me woman what I am today is,
1: like, I would, I would say it is um, basically my confidence and my zest for life. Like, you know, I love living, and I, I mean, all my life, I, I love colourful life, I love people around me, and it's just the zest there, like, you know. But was, what made you the
0: woman that you are today?
1: uh my uh will to live because i am a double cancer survivor you know if uh, you need to know um i had breast cancer in 2006 and then i had you know it came back in after four years so had distracted me i was nearly dying because the infection had gone into the third layer of my stomach and they had to operate uh, five times in four weeks, major surgeries. You had not eaten um, in days? I had days. They nearly in killed and, you? Well, I wasn't going to live, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the nurses were really surprised that I came out alive. Did you think you were going to die? From that operation. Well, no, really not, because I had, like I said, I've got this zest for life and have this willpower and I was trying my hardest and I was praying like, you know, which is one of my biggest assets in life is the prayers like, you know, to God. I pray every morning, I pray every evening and I think God is my best friend. So I was just thinking God is around me and I had this will to live, although everybody was saying, the plastic surgeons, everybody that the infection has gone to the third layer of the stomach and that's it you know we'll try and uh, having five major five operations with the uh, anesthetic general anesthetic in uh, in our one four weeks it was a lot um so but I survived that you know so that that is why and you but
0: you, you never talk about it and you always um kind of loosely skim around it like it was oh well it was normal it wasn't normal because i remember seeing you in hospital every single day i remember the day when you were literally on your deathbed when you you couldn't even lift your arm and you looked at me like okay i'm going now and i said to you you flipping die i'll come and kill you anyway and i started giving you a lecture because <coughs> um you had Excuse actually me. thank you for coughing again you had uh, you're not a giver upper but on that day i was like right she's going now she's dead she's going to be dead in the next hour or so so what happened? I don't know. The power from... Uh, the power... I think this is
1: amazing. Um, some power which is there, you know, which you feel around you. And uh, and like I said... What, is that the power of God? Yeah, power of God. I d- you, know, you do know I don't believe in God. I don't care who believes in God, but I believe in God. And I know there is a power there. But you would like me to believe know? in God, wouldn't you? Um, you can say... T- you can call it nature. You can call it God. You can call it like amazing... Uh, cosmos powers you can call it whatever you want to call it but there is a power there and I always feel it around me always feel it around me and like I said always feel that this power is around me and God is near me and He is always looking after me and taking care of me so that gives you will to live and survive and not only that, I had 23 operations on my body, you know. That was and, my next bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those 23 operations after having my one of my friends, when I was teaching in America, second grade, I had a friend called Nadine who used to work in unemployment office. And she was a, a very good friend, family friend. And she used to call me Miracle Woman. She says, <laughs> after 23 operations, you're still smiling and you're still doing what you need to do. You know, we don't know. Uh, where you get this energy from but yeah you get the energy from the
0: basic top energy up there you know that gives you energy to live that was way before um this kind of thing happened to you the double cancer breast cancer first then uterus cancer and that was caused can i just say uh, you need to be careful about this and this is uh, like hands down, the information they don't give you. When you have breast cancer, uh, they start to give you, once you're in remission, I think it is, and once you've had all your radios and your chemos and all that, they put you on a medicine called tamoxifen. Is that right, mum? Yeah. Tamoxifen. Now, months later, they say, oh, Miss Army, all your... Take your, it regularly you every ta- day. Yeah, you know, take it regularly. Everything's in remission. Doing great, great, great. But if you look at the small print, and we only found out later... Um, is that if you take tamoxifen, it actually can cause uterus cancer. Uh, no one told us that, and that's exactly what it did. And uh, when we investigated it further into that, it was like, well, why were we not told that this medicine causes this and there was like uh, cuz well. i used to
1: take it religiously every day without a fail thinking it's helping my cancer yeah but didn't know that it's causing the other cancer which uh, obviously once it was a uterus cancer they had to take my uh, they had to do a hysterectomy. hysterectomy and once they distract me i think he there was he didn't stitch me properly or something and the day the very next day, her temperature. was throwing up.
0: No, I think it was your. You had metal staples. Yeah. So they had stapled her with these metal. I don't. For the life of me, I don't understand why the medical industry uses them. But the the metal staples, not the melting ones, the disappearing ones. That then caused an infection. She'd come home, and then she had like a tiny little bruise on her stomach. Uh, she started vomiting that night. Uh, and then went back into hospital. Um, then they operated on her. No, then they said they. Then no, they, they, they were going to operate, but they didn't do it because no, they, of the emergency. The little,
1: tiny, tiny little, um, what you call a mark. Yeah. It became into a big infection. A massive infection. And I had to carry on. I was having temperature, really high temperature. And um, from there. The surgeon who did my hysterectomy, he was called in. He says, I've never seen seen anything like it. And I said, you caused it. So he says, I don't know what to do. Then the plastic surgeons were involved. They they cut out a big massive
0: hole in her stomach as big as a football. No, but my stomach was all black. -black. It was black. I was going to get to that part. So her flesh was turning black. And the more black it kept coming, the more they had to cut it. Then they had a machine in there pumping out all the infection then they basically uh, uh kept putting off the operations because they said that we've got emergency operation people in and we can't do so they kept putting nil nil by mouth every single day i think on day four of this i was up in arms with the people she was on a deathbed she was going i was like right if you if you, you kill it i will kill you and mom if you decide to die i'm going to come and, i'm going to come and kill you anyway so uh, i kind of Gave, gave her a prep talk, and she was ready and willing to get on with it. push them to do the operation, otherwise I was like i 'm going to sue all of your asses in this hospital, and I will you literally you'll regret your life because uh, i 'm one of those kind of people, and not just me, my sister okay she 's very much like that as well, so you have to be on it so then they operated, but they only operated on one side, stitch drop on one side, then the stitch drop on the other, but they didn 't stitch her up inside, so now she suffers from a hernia. Um, and which um, mostly on a daily basis needs to be pushed up by yours truly me. Uh, so, yeah, she is a bit of a miracle woman. And, um, yeah, so a warning to you, especially if you're taking tamoxifen, be really careful of the stuff. Be careful of all. I've given you all these lectures anyway on my podcast. Be careful of all these medicines because it's just poison. And one, one always causes another. Like, for me, they want to give me uh medication to slow down the scarring of my lungs i'm like no that wam bam thank you man but no thank you uh, because and um, under my kind of uh, what my research tells me is once i start taking that uh, i could get skin cancer and they're like oh you can take this or slow down your scarring but don't go outside you'll get skin cancer so screw you is basically what i say to a lot of them so y- i don't even think anyone in that room knew how much of a wonder woman you are were. No, no, so well, I was in my own room anyway, you know. So basically, no, I'm talking about the room at um on on, on in Surrey
1: going oh, back to the Surrey. shoot, yeah. so I know it.
0: they were they were all so respectful,
1: uh, to my mom because oh, bless them, like you know. I mean, they were amazing, beautiful souls. I mean, I respect them for that because, um, never mind about the age. It was like somebody said on the text as well. It's not the number that counts. Is the is the is the meeting of the soul? Like you know, it's, you're not meeting with the numbers. You know that somebody is twenty five or twenty one, or seventy or seventy five. You are meeting your soul is meeting with another beautiful soul. another soul, and and, uh, and that was like you I've know, never that was seen amazing experience for me. Because I've never, ever had, and these are just memories to cherish. But it I'll just mem- says
0: so much about mm-hmm. these women, right? I've never seen mom gel with women so much and talking about souls and hearts and loving kindness. Normally, she'd be like, yeah, yeah, she was lovely, was not she? But she is ranting and raving about each and every one of these women who kind of met for the first time. Uh, Madhu was obviously the lady that was doing it was her, uh, her brand and photo mother shoot. Madhu was
1: amazing. I mean, I never had in my life in 70... Whatever he is, like you know, so anybody touching my feet, but she touched my feet as well as soon as I went in, and I was just taken aback. I thought, Oh my god, there's somebody touching my feet!
0: Which kind of shows you the <coughs> level, which kind of tells you the level of uh hum- humans we were dealing with. If you've got a, a lady in there, that's humility, I would say, with humility, uh, you know, this mm. woman, Madhu, this woman, Madhu, this lovely person, Madhu, uh, has been brought up to show uh love and respect to her elders and that's the way she does it I guess exactly and then every single person um in that room we we're all helping each other so um They everyone these people could have been arrogant as well they could have had attitude problems like oh i'm here for the photo shoot and who's going to do my none of
1: them none of them had that i mean i've never seen so much selflessness you know everybody was sharing everything everybody was putting on everybody's jewelry everybody was helping each other with their blouses with the with the whatever need doing with the makeup with the hair uh with the you know whatever needed doing and uh uh, everybody was laughing and joking, and nobody was taking it. I mean, it was, we were taking it seriously, you know, when we were asking questions. But otherwise, like, you know, uh, we were just uh, like we were in a uh, uh, at a party. You at know? a party, but knowing each other for yeah. such a long
0: time. And, uh, and then yeah. Mother pulls out boxes of a <laughs> oh, no. So we sat in the middle of a photo shoot, eating a and, and a jar, a jar, homemade a jar as well. Yeah. Bless her. She tried to get. It, was like, it was
1: like having a picnic, like, you know, sitting at the, it was a huge bed sitting really there, was. you know, with these, um, uh, what you call the disposable plates, like, you know, Yeah. and uh, she bought disposable plates, she bought the prote, she brought the jar and she brought this basin and, you know, to for after, like, you know, the sweets and, there was lots of sweets going around. There were a lot of other stuff yeah. going around. Like, you know, somebody bought something else. Somebody and not once else. did this woman get stressed out. No, I mean,
0: no. she bought 60 saris to this photo shoot. Oh, my God. She had Amazing. so much to do. I know. So and, much to organise.
1: Uh, and everybody was pulling her each way. Like, Madhu, what saree shall I wear? Madhu, what yeah, shall yeah. I do? And she draped Madu, each which, one. Madhu, which blouse will go with yeah. this? Madhu, which petticoat? And she was attending each and every person with a smile. Like, you know, and I couldn't believe it. That how amazing a person can be, like, you know, and um, how much can you give? And it was just give, give, give all the time. You know, she was giving time. She was giving energy. She was giving uh, people smiles. She was, you know, it's amazing what she did.
0: But, you know, they say that you attract um, when you attract those kind of people, it's because of the person that you are. So it seems like all the people in that room, we were all good energies, good vibes, not one. I don't That's think true. there was one bad apple in that no. group. Where no. the photographer, beautiful guy, his oh name God,
1: is David.
0: His Mom, name, Peter! Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I just called him
1: David. I called him David the other I remember all the other names except
0: Peter. Yeah, he said Peter. He was a lovely guy. Bless him. She keeps calling it bloody David. <coughs> oh my god. Oh, who was the, the the young girl who was doing all the interviews and stuff? Uh, I forgot her name, Ayusha. Ayusha. Ayushi. 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 Yeah. And so Reshma was, was the other okay.
1: young girl, uh, you know, um, and sh- the one who was doing my hair, like, you know, yeah. sh- at the be- beginning, yeah. she was doing my hair. She's Reshma. There was a You know, like girl? I said, g- girls from 2021. 20, Till myself, you know, all the different age range, and we were all gelling in together. So yeah, so nicely. I'm going
0: to give you a kind of a bit of a lowdown uh, of the kind of women. So one was uh, Mina Kamari, right? Mina Kamari. She is a body confidence coach. She's 55 years old. Has a f- passion for what she does, and she helps women fall back in love with their bodies okay and she also says that we should be treating our bodies as our best friend and she has a website called minakumari.com no word of a lie that yes the actress minakumari i uh, said like is this your real name <laughs> yeah. and apparently her father has yes named her minakumari for real she's loud she's proud she lost her husband 20 months ago or something like this, a couple of years ago uh, to leukemia and had been married for 38 years, has two daughters. Uh, One has just recently moved to Poland. But you know, the smiles, the love, the pizzazz of this woman, you would not know that the kind of stuff that she has gone Gone through. through. Absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Uh, And then we met uh, Amrit. Amrit was also, is an artist. Mm -hmm. Is she a dancer as well?
1: Yes, she, she is. And she plays Dilruba. What is the, what is a dilruba Dilruba is an instrument she plays uh, and she she's learning at the gurdwara you know and dilruba is where you sing pujans and you sh- sing shabads and you know the, that big thing the big oh. instrument she was carrying that oh. was dilruba Oh she didn't get to play it she did play it right then she she came you know when we came in yeah. she gave us the key right at the end yeah, yeah. she took Dilruba to go and uh, play it for them
0: uh, oh oh, yes 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 <clears throat> so I've got a little bit here of, of Amrit as well so because you missed this bit in the, mm. in the group uh, she says that I landed in Nairobi uh On the 13th of August, 56, was named Amrit Gord, And ever since then, I'm still in work in progress. She's got four beautiful, strong daughters from her first marriage, which ended after 25 years of domestic violence and abuse. And then she remarried again, blindly, she said. And she had uh, her fifth stunning, fabulous daughter, Amun, and went through another extremely painful divorce. Um, So her past has been very emotional, very, very stressed. uh, And every stress and tsunamis that can be possible in one's lifetime, she has endured and says during these times my relationship with clothing clothing has always been dictated by the fathers of her girls from being a simply dressed child who married at 17 my first husband demanded that i become modern from one unibrow to two long to long hair to short hair from indian suits to wearing jeans and parting and so forth and so on so she's got a, a big long uh uh Biography there, but that's kind of loosely tells you the kind of stuff she's been through. Gorinda, your favorite daughter. <laughs> now, mom fell in love with one of, well, she fell in love with everybody, I think. Uh, mom's got more numbers than I have. I actually didn't take anyone's numbers. Mom was happily taking everyone's numbers. And uh Gorinda was one that mom fell in love with. She's a lovely young girl. Um, and she has a, go on, you tell the story of your daughter.
1: No, she's, um, she's a lovely girl. She works for, I think, IT, some kind of IT. And, um. I don't think it's IT. It's some kind of. Some
0: kind of. It's a corporate company she works yeah, for. Yeah,
1: she was for, yeah. And then, um, she has, uh, one daughter who is, um, five years old. She says, um. Well, actually her,
0: we need to re, 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 say that. She's got two daughters, but one living so she yeah. was there to talk about baby loss because she lost her first baby. Yes. And you can carry on.
1: And um I think it's four sisters and their four sisters same as same as me I've got four daughters so their four sisters Missy has got another three sisters four sisters there's a similarity there and the other sisters they have sons but I think Grinda lost one uh, child and this another one a daughter is five and she says everybody uh, spoils her, the 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 daughter, because she's the only daughter there, you know, now. But she was so down to earth, you know. And why did you love her so um, much? I loved her so much because she was so humble <laughs> and obviously she was so respectful. Um, we, we were shooting outside and there were stairs there and every time I go up and down the stairs, she come and hold my hand. Auntie, come and hold on to me, you know. If you're climbing upstairs or going downstairs, you know, it doesn't matter, I'm here to help you and then <laughs> in the middle of everything the second change she did the sari she was putting a sari with a bandhani like you know chimney. and i said and she says oh i says i love this bandhani She a bandri. i said and i just we started we were in stitches i said not bandri. i said bandhani and she says her face was a picture when i said Oh, I love Bondney, and she thought I'm calling a Bondney. <laughs> <laughs> so and was,
0: there's a lot of, of that. Going on I'll in never the, forget that. The chat. So we, we do have a WhatsApp chat group, and uh, everyone's always having a laugh in there. And uh, so yeah, so basically, uh, this uh, yeah, Grinda treated Mom like her own mom, basically, mm. and Mom was like uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I think she's so sweet. So she hasn't stopped talking about her. Uh, there's a picture actually in the WhatsApp group of Grinda and Mom. I think Grinda took it. Uh, so I'm gonna have to frame it for you. Do you want it on <laughs> oh, the wall? Yeah. We can add to the family <laughs> pictures but it's okay that's it's a uh, i don't think it's odd but sometimes you, i feel that like you don't make quick connections with people that quickly
1: yeah you are
0: quite guarded yeah but you make massive connections especially grinda especially madhu especially meena Kummari, actually all of them all you of connect, them. connected so yeah. th- this next one i I've,
1: think I, I didn't talk much to alka I didn't have time because she came late
0: and Alka was lovely. That was yeah, her. Neighbor. So I didn't
1: have time to connect with Alka. Very so much, pretty, and I didn't have time to that much to her kirt, her kirt. Her kirt. The uh,
0: radio did, presenter. I did talk to her, but obviously that's I because I took all, all of the time because yeah. we were we were chatting. I'll talk exactly. about that in, in mm-hmm. just a bit. So Resham. do you remember Resham? Resham was the lovely girl. You know the young girl who was yeah. doing
1: my hair at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So she and, is. Uh, I went with my hair done, but you know I wanted to have curls, and Resham stood up and she says I'll do that auntie for you I've got a curler so she there was a curler there which was on she took it off put her curler back on and Bichari she even burnt her hand like you Aww. know doing my curler curls like you know and she was so sweet
0: um, it was great I had the complete day off I didn't have to do jack Diddley squat for her normally I'm her humble servant I have to do everything and I was like oh, wow she's got like nine daughters here and they were like auntie, auntie, auntie I was like do see how to carry on with the auntie, auntie, auntie and let me have a day off and I really didn't do much really because they all kind of knew except pictures pictures I wasn't, here, there? Pictures, I wasn't they, they could tell that I wasn't that physically able uh, and so they were helping me a bit as well but that was lovely so this Risham uh, she says she's a technology this is where you got technology from she's a technology consultant oh and she goes, when I'm not conquering the tech world, she transforms into a passionate wedding choreographer. Oh. So dance is the ultimate escape and sanctuary amongst the hustle and bustle of life. And she basically is on Instagram and her name is Risham Advani. Uh, so you can see her work there. So she basically... Oh, that's why she was dancing at the end and she, yes. she was doing... Okay. So she she she's the, the dancer. And imagine, right, Madhu has attracted... All these people in her life. So how cool can yeah. Maduk be as a, a natural person, exactly. a beautiful soul, to attract all these. more beautiful souls? Because they always say negative attracts negative. If you're a negative person, you're going to attract complete shitheads mm-hmm. in your life. And if you're an amazing, beautiful person who is uh, grounded, balanced and humble and full of love and kindness, what are you going to attract, mum? Same same kind of person. Exactly. So the energy... In that room, it was just full of love, oh, kindness, God. passion, yeah, everything. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Harkirat, right? So, yeah, Harkirat was the radio presenter. Yeah, I didn't so, uh, connect with her much. So. She called Madhu Didi. Can I ask you a question? What do my sisters call me Didi?
1: I don't know. I did tell them um, in the beginning to call you did. Didi. But I think they just all... Because there's only two years between the first two or three of you. They, they used to call so, me
0: a C O W a P I G. Huh? A silly cow You're a pig Amy. You're a cow
1: no. never, never
0: call me Didi I don't know That's, that's your between, fault. That's between your sisters I mean I don't know What they call you Well anyway but, I was impressed um, that uh, That um, Harkeerith She was calling Madhu Didi mm. In fact a lot of people Were calling her Didi But she calls people Didi as well mm. Anyway so she's a marketer By profession um, and she also has been in media arts for 20 years. So she came across to me. She was like, Missy, I know you. Um, I've been in the same circles of you for the last 20 years. I was like, oh, so apparently she'd met me at Millar's and events and stuff. Oh. And she was probably circling around. Then when I spoke to her more, she knew all the idiots that I know. So, But she did oh. agree most of them were idiots. Yeah. Some of them she didn't. Some of them she said she's got good friendships with, but, you know, each to their own and stuff. And But she kind of agreed... Um, and understood why I left the world of media and radio. Mm -hmm. So she basically says she does a weekly radio show for the last 20 years on this radio. Um, and she also, some of you may have heard of a podcast called sweet Bobby. So she's the subject of that too. Um, And I think there was other things, but it's not on here. So I won't share that information. And then Madhu talked about Elka. Do you know the story behind Elka? I didn't know anything about Elka because I didn't have time to connect with her. So she says... There, because Olga was very shy. You could tell Olga Ul- was quite shy, mm. but really pretty, fair. She mm. lived in posh, old Windsor, darling. So next mm. time you go to see your posh daughter who lives in Windsor, we can go and see Olga. And she said, there is a wonderful woman in this group named Olga who I know will not share about herself as she always underplays. Uh, so I'm taking the opportunity to share. Elka was my neighbour and so much more. She has two daughters who have wholeheartedly allowed me and my husband to call her own. So like Isha and uh, Jeevan are my son and daughter, uh, Elka's two daughters are like um, Madhu's daughters, right? Okay. And then when Neha, who was coming to the shoot, took her first steps, Elka and family came straight to our house so that we could share in the joy of that milestone moment and so many more. And, then, and uh, then Mother goes on to say, the story changed, however, when our son Vishal passed away. Alka changed from a loving neighbour and friend to instead becoming our carer, looking after us in our darkest days. Oh. The care, the love, support and understanding she gave us that time sustained us more than I can ever explain. Oh, God. When we had no strength to feed us, she made us food, she ensured we ate. Every day, Mom. she would bring us hot milk Oh to build God. our strength and her two beautiful daughters who were only children at that time held us and walked by our sides in an understanding uh, way so this is Elka and tell me how many people do you know that do that
1: not many not I don't many.
0: know any at all no. I know that like today we went to Absource, right um uh, uh, my uh well, auntie we've known them since like she's our neighbor she's our neighbor but you've known her she lives in the same street. In the same street. Yeah, well, I have known
1: her for 40 years. You've known her for 40 More. years. So you
0: knew her before we moved here? No. Oh, so when we when, when so when we, we moved here in 1980, 80, mm. 1980, and Kulwant auntie was our neighbor down the road. We live at 77. She lives at 53. Um, and we used to call her the 53 woman because it was easier. Um, and she had two sons, Robbie, Robbie and Paul. Um, and they would come and play with my little sister because she was born in '81. So I'm 11 years older than my baby sister. And they we'd, we'd hang out with them. And uh, uh, for many many years, uh, we've just been in, in 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 and out of each other's houses. Where we even today, reminisce about how they would come to our house, dance around the living room. Remember that dance? We'd copy her dance because it's a proper desi Indian aunty dance. Mm. Uh, and I think her sister used to come as well. And we'd have a good old knees up and then she'd go and then Robbie Paul would be here. Then she, we'd go over to their house and stuff. Uh, so they've been uh, in our radar for many, many years. And today uh, we found out that uncle, who was 91 years of age, uh, he had a heart attack on Friday, just gone. But we only found out yesterday um, and we've just been a source. Um, but I've always said if, you'd, if you're going to um, kind of show love to people... I'd rather sh- you show love to them, to their family when that person is no more. If you know what I mean, so it doesn't mean much to me when people goes go to people's parties and events and stuff like that. It's more about showing you love when people need you. Um, yeah, and, but, that's the basic. That's the basic of life, like you know. But I always, I always go out of my way to go to a funeral, uh, to go to an source. But what Alka did is way and beyond what anyone would yes, do, right? Yes. Yes. So, only.
1: Only. Uh, only certain people, you know, um, can do that. You know, You've I think be God, a certain kind of person, only a certain yeah. kind of person who's been given energy uh, from God, you know, will come to you and be God-loving and, uh, you know, uh, do this for you. Otherwise, people only go, like she said, when uh, there's a um, wedding or there's a party, yeah. and they will run away from you when you are in a stress.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna have to wrap this up in a bit as well actually because we've already gone quite a, a long way in so from your experience um on monday and meeting all these strong women i wanted to ask you about your daughters we're four daughters and we are four independent strong women how did that come about it came about from me. It comes from the top. I
1: think I was, uh, i always been uh, a very independent woman uh, all my life, um, right from the education and right from teaching. You know, when I was teaching uh, my first school, when I got started there at Stoke Heath, you know, where I did 14 years of teaching at a stretch and the staff used to say, uh, Raj, if we take the color off you and we give you white color, you're one of us. Like, you know, you're as independent as us. You can speak like us, you know, and you can behave like us. And you are just more European than you, you know, like uh Indian, like, you know, you. you what I mean. So that independent independence, I passed it on to all my daughters. They are young, uh, inspirational, independent, young? <laughs> you know, women. <laughs> Uh, and if you ask me, they each one of them are very successful in their own field, you know, which really I'm really proud of them. All four of them, uh, because all four of them are in a different sphere, like of life, but they've all got the rest of life. Like, you know, just like me, they know the, the, the values that have been passed on to them. Incredible. They know what to do, how to respect people and all my friends. Um, not only my kitty friends, everybody who comes to house, you know, they love them to the core of their heart, you know, especially Missy D. I was just about Missy to say. Missy D is one person who always shows respect, make them laugh. She has got um, a weird sense of uh, humour. I beg your pardon? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> a weird sense of humour? Is that what you call it? And, um, you know i mean i can't i would i don't know what else to say but i'm really 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 proud of them you know the way they are and i'm glad that i've made them into or molded them into become uh, molded them uh, to become such an independent and inspirational um uh women
0: uh (laughs) And she's like, <laughs> pointing at the mic going, what do I say now? But can I just tell you, world, or you guys listening, that no matter this, these things she says about Missy D, blah, 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 when it comes to Missy D in the house, Missy D is just a humble servant. No one treats me like a rock star. No one treats me like I'm famous. I'm just the cook, the well, kubi the, the servant.
1: <laughs> there's a saying in a Punjabi which says, Karda jogi jogda barda jogi which means <laughs> you're not treated as a Missy D inside the house because you're just my daughter and you're just like their sister. But when you go
0: outside, you're Missy D because the whole world bows down to you. But do, yeah, do you see that? Do you Are you shocked sometimes that, uh, that the kind of like people how... They kind of go, Missy D, Missy D. You not, see it all the time. No, not really. I mean, I am I
1: am proud of that. But, uh, again, uh, when you're at home, you're my, my child.
0: And I'm her uh, servant.
1: Yeah, I've never said you're my servant. I'm your servant. No, I've I'm, I'm never, no, never said that. And you I'm not, I'm not it, a child.
0: Me. I am your child.
1: That's what I said, my yes, child. Yes, yes. Yeah, not a
0: child. You could just say daughter, I'd be better. And, well, okay, rather you're than going my to the child. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Which one... Uh, p- Microphone, please. Which one's your favorite daughter? <laughs> they're all my favorite. They're all. It's only because she knows my sisters. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah. so, who's your favorite daughter? Well, they're all my favorite. I gave birth to all of them, so I they're all. Who's my the favorite, favorite of everyone that comes to this house then? yes 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 mm. so that must equate to me being the favorite of all time then because everybody Greatest knows you been. everybody
1: everybody knows you you're in the house you live with me here so that's why whoever comes to the house all my friends everybody you know they rave and rant about you but they haven't because Sapna is in america the other one is in windsor the other one is in warwick so they don't get to meet them every day or whenever they come here so that's what and
0: you just don't know who i am Mom. you really have no idea
1: I know who you are. You are my Missy D. You are my daughter who are brought up into a very successful, independent person. So am I successful because of you? Um, you're successful on your own accord. But yes, um, I supported you all the way in every sphere of life. So, yes. Did,
0: did you ever think I'd be this kind of... I don't think I'm famous, but obviously when we go out... I mean, we've been to places, right? We've been to India, right? Remember? I was uh, so my mom was like shocked, going. This person goes, "Oh my God, you're Miss CD from London." Then we went to remember Marbea and we were in an Indian restaurant. What did he say? Yeah, I'm, know. Your, I'm one of your biggest fans, and I listen to you on the radio. So no matter where she's gone, she's uh, kind of like a baby and a bit like, "Oh shit, she is a somebody." It is a fun. <laughs> it is a fun. It is a fun. It is a fun is my one of my mom's favorite sayings um, of all time. Why Why do you say it like that? I don't know. So, say, say if you went to like the beach or something and you came back and you'd ask mom, So, how was the beach? She'd be like, It is, it was a fun, we had such a fun. She at the beach. She's just telling
1: fibs now, just
0: <laughs> stop it.
1: I don't, I never say that. Well, sometimes I say that, used to say that, not now.
0: Yeah, so have you got any uh, thoughts, final thoughts about strong. Beautiful women, because oh, let, we we were talking about Peter. We did. We continue with the Peter, oh, Peter. story. So uh Madhu, bless her, who he, what? It's Wednesday today, and today even she still can't walk, Mum. Her legs are aching. Really? Because, you got to imagine. Did you see those massive sorry yeah. bags? Sorry bags. She bought jewellery. She got the food sorted. She bought props. Oh my God! Her you feet size, were see the swollen. Yeah. I mean, uh... did you see the size of her umbrella? Yeah. So the umbrella, the props, the sunglasses. Every detail. Um, so she's still knackered, and I, we are just about getting over the shoot today. I mean,
1: hats off to that you know, to
0: Madhu. Hats off to Madhu, I would say. Hats off. Yeah. Everything to, off to Madhu. Yeah. And uh, so we want to finish with this. So Peter. The photographer—he worked hardcore all day. So did everyone. So did Babita with the makeup parties. So did uh, anu, uh, anu, uh, uh, Ayushi. So did uh, Peter. So did Madhu. So did everyone, right? Apart from like, me and me. Well, me because I was trying to do my best. I was trying not to get huffy puffy. I was just standing at the the mirror trying to take selfies all day long. <laughs> but Peter's finishing statement was this: So Madhu dropped him off at the station. Uh, He actually was about eight o'clock in the evening and he worked overtime because he was supposed to finish at six. We finished eight o'clock. We started at 11, but we left Coventry at nine. We were up at 7 a.m. So we worked hardcore for 13 hours.
1: I would have never done that. I mean, by seven o'clock, I would have said, that's it. I'm going to go to bed. But I did when I did. Well, she told me to go in the room and lie down. I says, no. I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to say bye to each and every one of them and say thank you to each and every person because these beautiful souls I've met like, you know, I don't know when I'm going to see them again. And although I couldn't walk, (laughs) I still went upstairs and I sat there and mingled with them for the last 15, 20 minutes. only
0: that that day, only today, because me coming from the world of media... I used to do a lot of these kind of events, obviously DJing, which she used to come to my DJ events as well, the ladies ones, uh, events and appearances, photo shoots, all these kind of things. And she wouldn't, I don't think you ever understood the amount of energy that goes into that and how knackered you are um, at the end of the day. And that probably was less knackering than some of the knackering stuff I've done in my life. So now I, I, I guess you understand and what they call it when the shoe is on the other foot or something like that and only the wearer knows where the shoe pinches only the wearer knows where the shoe pinches mum loves her sayings so you need to get a clear to the mic again yeah um so yeah the final statement that i think we should finish off this amazing podcast uh today on double trouble mum and me was peter's um say well conversation with madu statement well it wasn't a statement it was a conversation oh, and a conversation, then they were okay. Uh, being dropped off at eight o'clock he was then going to go work with another photographer that evening do some editing work um i was i would have been like i'm going to bed mate but anyway he said you know i i do a lot of uh f- photography and he's been phot- photographing for about 10 years or so and i've done weddings indian weddings i've done events um and all these kind of things he goes but I've, today it's not often you get a chance to photograph actual queens mm-hmm. and he was referring to each and every woman in that room as a queen because each one bought in their crown and they wore it with pride and they loved or every single one of them shared their stories so openly and authentically that um i feel like um do you know what a tribe is Mum? so a tribe yeah. so i've always kind of recently uh, been manifesting uh finding my tribe i had a load of friends in my life and uh, I, I they're, they're now out of my life because they were all media related friends and they really were fickle friends and I've always wanted to kind of find a tribe of women that uh, were on my kind of level kind of hu- human full of love full of full of kindness and also got a story to tell and understand life from the perspective of having gone through something and coming out bigger and stronger on the other end so I feel like Uh, I found my tribe in some of these women. Yeah. And my tribe is building up beautifully. So in all of this, we haven't mentioned the main queen herself, Madhu, uh, who has taken it upon herself to organize this shoot. And it just became more, much, much more uh, than just a ordinary fashion shoot. It was the coming together of wounded, empowered women um, who, by the end of it, uh, walked out as queens, um, which was, it honestly, warms the cockles of my heart. So we've tell, told you quite a few stories, uh, but I need to tell you Madhu's story as well, right? So Madhu, basically, uh, she lived in Slough for 28 years and worked for a company called ExxonMobil. She did a nine-to-five, lived a normal kind of happy-ish life. And um, then her world came crashing down in 2003 Uh, when she gave birth to her son, Vishal, at 30 weeks. Um, The very next day, you know me, I try try not to get emotional. And every time I read this, man, um, they were told that Vishal's not going to make it. And they had to make uh, a really desperate, horrific decision to switch off their son's life support machine. One day old. Imagine. Um, And the way she describes the pain is being hit by a lorry, a tsunami, a hurricane, an avalanche um, and left standing to face the same. The loss of her son, Vishal. And then she also lost her daughter, Raina, which completely changed her beliefs, her thoughts and her life. And she says she can honestly say the children... She carries in a heart, has made her a much better person and in their names uh, she's been able to support so many families who have suffered uh, so much devastating loss of losing a child and she set up a charity in the name of her first son Vishal called the Vishal Foundation and where they hold events to enable uh, anybody who's been touched by loss to honour and remember their babies in an environment of love and understanding. Um, So two years ago, uh, two years ago, she started a role with I think it's called SANS. Yes, SANS, Baby Loss Charity. And she supports bereaved parents from South Asian communities um, and works with stakeholders to take away the stigma and taboo that is sadly attached to baby loss uh, within communities. And I'm telling you, I've just kind of spilled off what she kind of shared in the group. But uh, (laughs) what can I say about Madhu? Madhu is probably another person in my life who I'm probably going to tarif for the rest of my life because oh I, I i there's no words to describe this wonder woman honestly um in my own words she basically her her husband have gone through so much by you know losing two children they have now nihali and nihali i met last week and what a wonderful wonderful boy only 17 years of age um but so well brought up so amazingly um just amazing there's no words to describe him uh and uh, he just recently came from Vietnam, but he did a speech, right, uh, for his uh, mum recently at an event. And although there's Mihali and his parents, he, all, he always says we are a family of, of five. So he always honours his elder uh, brother and sister um, who are no longer... Uh, which is, it, it, honestly, it's just so heartwarming. And the work that uh, Madhu does with the um, the baby loss support, especially with South Asian parents. And I think I talked about her on a, a lot, another podcast as well, where she gives up her time in the evenings as well. And she uh, mans telephones and she does all that. And not only that, she's gone through all of this. OK, check it out. And then she was also a, a Labour counsellor. OK. I mean, there was a lot that went on, and she's written a lot here. But the, what you really, really need to know is that what Mother says, she quickly realized that politics was not about communities, but instead it was self interest and party politics. And she said that she, very much like myself, um, I'm very vocal and open about the horrendous uh, bullying. Um, that I went through in radio with, with every manager that I worked with, um, of many colleagues that I worked alongside with. Not my fans. My fans have shown me so much love, but uh, the amount of uh, horrible abuse that I went through and um, the the hammering down, woo, <laughs> of my self esteem is something that Madhu went through, but in a different uh, in a different field. And uh, speaking to her. Because uh, I, I, I regularly have conversations with her, it just seems like she, she literally went through the same. She she was bullied, she was lied about, she was treated disgustingly by fellow councillors. You know, as far as calling her as her a party splitter, um, it all went uh, videos went viral across the internet, and she resigned from Labour uh, for the, that very reason uh, because uh, she was openly called a traitor, a quitter, and a splitter. So because of that, uh, she left of the world of politics and is very dis- disillusioned with it uh, and there's so much um that you can find out about her life um just by googling madhuri madhuri beddi b-e-d-i um and but on the flip side of things she sent me an article the other week how she campaigned for a local school uh, to have a big mural wall made and uh, she campaigned and campaigned and campaigned to get uh, this um, artist money so she could uh, do all this beautiful artwork for a school just for you know their great uh, for, for good mental health so she's a doer and a giver and uh, someone with a, a big massive heart and the, f- the story uh, about her life is 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 a pretty deep right and it's it's hard to fathom that someone has gone through so much and that that's that's probably 50% of a story. Obviously, I, I know a lot more and I, I, I obviously don't want to share it because she's not here. But what Madhu has promised to do is come on and do a podcast uh, with me. Uh, either she'll come to Coventry or I will go um, down south <laughs> and have my mini holiday there and then go to Slough and eat my Nashta uh, with all the Slough massive like the likes of Mina Gamadi and slum it with her. <laughs> that was a personal joke between myself and mina kamari but um yes yeah, so Madhu, um although she she's she's the owner of uh, tea trunk rosaries in the uk that's just something that she does besides All of the Vishal Foundation, the Sands work, uh, the charity work, um, the helping, the amount she does out there. I mean, there was a newspaper article she sent me and she did um, helped six older men with their mental health and did a course with them. Um, And always, always out there grafting, helping, loving and being a real kind, beautiful uh, human being. So. Where tarif is due, it is due, and this woman I bow down to, and also uh, now has become an amazing friend, and hopefully, inshallah, as they say, uh, someone that will become uh, a friend for life and part of the Missy D tribe, because my tribe is growing beautifully, beautifully. Uh, you know the other lady that I I love to bits as well. Uh, my my um, my. My shrink, I call her my shrink She doesn't, and she says I'm not a shrink I don't give a shit what you are, but you're my personal shrink And you're always going to be And I'll I'll always do your tarif And you'll probably hear about these people all the time And I'm sure once they get to know these other people even more I feel like I knew them all my life on a Monday But when I get to know I've got a feeling I'm going to get to know Mina Kamari quite a lot Um, I'm sure she'll come into Creeping into my podcast as well So I'm honestly just Blown away blown away uh, by these people in the stories. And uh, I just feel blessed. Have you got any finishing th- uh, things to say before we say goodbye? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> same thing.
1: Like, you know, uh, like I said before, I have never, ever uh, A, done a photo shoot and B, met a, a room of people, you know, beautiful souls uh, who saw so, saw some empowerment there, saw some inspiration there, saw love there, um, self-renaissance there. I mean, you name it, and um, you know, I mean, in one room, how could you see so many nice things? Or some, some, so many nice positive things I will see together, you know, in with these women, and it was really, really eye opener and inspirational for, for myself as well and hats off to all these women and they were they made my day and i will remember it forever and ever and cherish these memories and hats off to madhu
0: ah uh, and and they made a day the next day as well because uh, they all a lot of them recommended nashta in Slough, in Slow. <laughs> Uh, and so they made her day by uh, recommending this amazing restaurant so going uh, not that i have any affiliation Oh, lovely with chole pthure uh, you had uh, kul- kulcha, chene, p- kulcha, kul- and, kulcha and, and puri no kulcha and chane yeah. uh, and I had a kati roll which was uh, not as nice as hers that was really really good um, and so I think what we should do mum at some point uh, we should have a reunion and invite them all over because mum loves to socialise Oh Mom I, loves I to have a I would love party. it
1: if you can all come please do come we will make a point of meeting again and please come if you can come to Coventry that will be ideal. Come to my They'll house. They'll get a minibus. Of uh, course I yeah
0: <laughs> and I'll be the hostess this um, hostess this Hostess <laughs> she potential be the hostess I will be hostess uh, she will sit and uh, chill out with you and uh, then yeah you will have to serve the drinks so we'll, we'll call yeah. it the tea rose the tea what's it called Ro- oh my god the tea, tea rose, rose trunk, trunk reunion party sharti innit Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and you
1: can, well, well, they can come and meet my kitty ladies. Some of my kitty ladies as well I can invite who will mingle up with them nicely.
0: Uh, so anyway, uh, that was her experience of the tea rose trunk. And that's what today's show is called because um, it really was an experience. It wasn't a commercial kind of uh, feel to it. It wasn't kind of like, oh, I've got to go to this photo shoot and they treat me like a piece of shit. Everyone was full of um, love. Everyone respected each other. And that's exactly how um, the, me- the media should be. That's how the shoots should be. That's how people should respect each other. So I think Madhu has set standards, very high standards uh, for a lot of people. And mum obviously is blown away. I'm humbled uh, by all the love and respect you've given to her uh, and to each other. And yeah, definitely we're all having a party, Shakti in coventry you're going to get sent to coventry uh thank you very much for listening next week it will be the journal of miss ed that's me uh, back to my baguas going on for a whole hour talking about nothing uh, but, uh, apparently you enjoy it and then we're we're going to try and do this Mum, uh, once a month mm. well kirti actually is a big fan of you and she wanted uh, she said why don't you do uh, double trouble first monday of every month but we've missed it now because uh, that this is going to come out on the second Monday of the month, so maybe we could keep it as second Monday of the month or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you ever want to increase it, then do let me know. Yeah. This this mask is doing my head, and I've got piscina all the way, mm-hmm. dribbling down my chin. <laughs> me too. We're going to go down for lunch now. And um, I think my mother has found a new, newfound respect for me, my life, my work, and Missy D. Oh, am I talking, am I talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, my dear. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. And, uh, oh, by the way, we've been talking about all these uh, wonderful women, but we haven't talked about tea rose trunk saris. Uh, so what, what, what do you think about them? I think those saris, um, are unique and, uh, you know, they're
1: so light and they're so less time consuming than the normal sari because normal sari pleating and then trying to get the set the please and do this and other, it takes so much time. You just, you know, I mean, just Put the sari on and uh, within 30 seconds or about a minute, you know, just wrap it around and put the on, and there you go.
0: Well, mother claims you can drape that sari in 20 seconds. And yeah, mum's right. Uh, we saw 60 pieces and every single uh, sari is unique. Um, you don't have to pleat anything. You just, uh, you tuck it in, you twirl and you twirl, tuck in and swing it over your shoulder and you look like a million dollars. And imagine each piece is... Uh, individually designed and you can proudly say that uh, I own a sari that no one else in this world owns because that's how it works. And they make you feel like a dollar woman, because when you walk to a party or when yeah. you walk to a
1: wedding or wherever you're going, you know, one of these events, you know, and you, that, the people will come and ask you, oh, where did you get this hundred from, by, by the way? And you feel that you're the, you know, that power, like, you know, that
0: I am looking
1: good. Empowered. Yeah, empowered.
0: Empowered. Yeah, it's basically... If you're looking for a show, this is not an advert, by the way. If you're looking for a show-stopping sari, if you love the attention like I do, and Mom does, and you want people to come to you and say, where the hell did you get that gorgeous sari? You look so sexy. You look so hot. Tea rose trunk saris. Uh, um, you won't find anything like them. Uh, draping them is easy. Wearing them is easy. There's no headaches, no sweatiness. When you're trying to do a, what, to do a baloo and a flipping. What are, these th- you th- you what are the look-
1: called in a sari? please just please <laughs> uh, each and every sari is made out of different material yes. and uh, you know uh, you have you can ask for uh, a material like you know uh, different material different color and absolutely, you know, uh, with a, with a different contrast. So they have like, know, uh,
0: chiffons with silks, with nets, with, um, beautiful silk, uh, different types of silks, um, bandani designs, yeah, traditional anything, designs, yeah, anything really modern. Us. Me and mum, we modeled the leopard print, uh, which we looked amazing in. It's not something that both of us, <laughs> no, would I wear. never,
1: ever in my life has worn yeah. leopard print ever. Yeah. But that sari makes you look so,
0: Sexy. Sexies, and, and so many vibrant, vibrant colours. So many traditional looks. Uh, Amrit was going for the very traditional look with her makeup and her hair and stuff. I obviously had my, um, as my mom calls, which is up in the air. But I looked hot to it with my short, rocking hair And style. I was going
1: for like bright colours because bright colours are my life. Like, you know, you, I like colour in my life. Yeah. I don't like boring Black and white and all that colours. I like some
0: colour in my life, so I was going for brightness. But as Madhu demonstrated, whether you wore the bright colour, the dark colour, the net, the silk, the bandhani, the chiffons, whatever, no matter which one you picked, it would look hot on you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, uh, so thank, you, Madhu. thank you, Madhu, for that
1: experience, uh, giving us that experience of wearing <laughs> your unique saris, you know, on that day. Yes, thank you. Amazing.
0: And just in case you are interested, she doesn't have a, a website because her thinking and reasoning behind that is because it's a one off piece, there's no point putting it on the website because it, they sell very quickly. And uh, so if you would like to view her saris, then she does virtual um consultations and personal consultations she lives in colnbrook where her studio is and uh that's where you can go and v- view uh they're reasonably priced so uh like i said i'm not paid to do this i'm not uh, her advertising platform but you know me if i believe uh in something or someone i will always always blow their trumpet like that person that i'm always uh, talking about on this podcast and always doing their darif. Um, it's because I believe in that person and I like to do their tarif and I'm doing huge tarif of uh, Madhu Bedi tea rose trunk saris because not only is she an amazing human being she has amazing saris and truly they are going to rock the world very soon because um, who wants to tie a sari? I understand, yes some people want that traditional kind of uh, look with the full-on silk saris and stuff but if you're looking for something modern something light especially um In this modern world, when you haven't got the time, but also if you want to look hot and you want something different, these are the saris to have. I am in talks with her, and her sister is the designer, by the way, uh, who lives in India, uh, and she's her twin. But that's another story to tell on another day. But yeah, I'm in talks with them because I want some saris done for myself, and I'm hopefully hopefully they might I might get them to. do my own little line of missy d saris uh, let's see what happens with that so yeah uh, if you want any information on that contact me on any of my social media handles of course you can email the journal of missy d at gmail.com double trouble mum and me <laughs> Missy D.
1: She's so talented, you know. Mm -hmm.